0: Share with you a little something that stuck out in my head this week, and I want to share with you. See, everyone knows this passage of Matthew 28, uh, verses 16 through 20. It's the famous commission of Jesus' disciples. See, just before this final commission by the Lord to his disciples, we see that these disciples have been through a lot. But the Lord and his commission is the main focus of this whole entire message, not the disciples. These disciples have been traveling from city to city, following the Lord and listening to His teachings to the multitudes, and even saw the great things He had done. And they eventually witnessed their friend being crucified by His own people. And then they were left not knowing what they should do. But then, three days later, the Lord rose again and was with His disciples for a little while longer before sending this to sit on the right hand of the Father. See in this passage. Jesus gives his disciples three specific commands to carry out into the world after he left them. And we see it's recorded in scripture for us to learn from him today. And we can apply what the Lord has to say from the passage into our daily lives. See the three commands he gives us is to go ye therefore, to baptize people and to teach them. So let's read the scriptures and let's look into a little more detail on what those three things mean. In the scriptures it says that eleven disciples went away to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority is given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Let's pray. Dearly Father, for your day, use me as I share what you've laid on my heart, and give me the words you would have me to say. It's not nothing but me, but all of you. Give me what you would have me to say in Jesus' name. See, as we see in these verses, we see Jesus' first command is, Go ye therefore. See, as you read this passage, we see the Lord tells his disciples that they are to go and make disciples. See, that word go means to travel or go out. See, Jesus told his disciples to go and share the good news of the gospel to everyone, all nations. Right. See, notice that keyword right there. He didn't tell his disciples to just go to the Jews. Right. Right. He said to go to all nations. Right. See, Jesus commanded his disciples to reach everyone with the gospel. So let's just take a quick moment and see how this applies to us today. See, the Lord is calling men and women of all ages to follow Him and share the good news. See, God is calling each and every one of us to something special. I'm pretty sure each of those disciples had no clue what they were getting into when Jesus called them on the shores of Galilee. Just think of Peter working on his nets next to his boat when they you see, no, know, a guy comes up and asks you to follow me and I'll make you fishers of men and Peter followed him. Or think of Matthew, the tax collector, being a traitor to his own people, stealing money from them. God called him to follow him, mm-hmm. and he did. Jesus even went to Judas Iscariot, a man who had one day stabbed him in the back and have him crucified, right. sold him for just 30 pieces of silver. See, God is calling each and every person to do something great for him. See, God is calling each of us into a special ministry opportunity that is unique. Cause I can guarantee you if I got on a skateboard like Brandon, I'd probably break a neck, break a hip or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or my dad reaching and helping the ones struggling with addictions. Mm-hmm. Or even brother Anthony who moved to France because God called him to. Mm-hmm. And he's reaching the French culture with the gospel. See, each and every one of us has been called to something special by God. And as we allow Him to use us, we can do great things for Him. As I said earlier, I don't think these disciples knew what they were fully getting into when they said yes. But God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary extraordinary things for Him. Just look at the times back then. God turned the world upside down and spread the gospel fast with just a little bit of disciples. See, these disciples follow the Lord no matter what. They follow what the Lord wanted them to do, and some of them lost their lives to the Lord. But they sacrificed themselves so that the multitudes could hear the gospel, so that the world around them could see how much Jesus loves them, and how much he wants a relationship with them. these disciples, they knew what they were doing for the Lord, eventually. Look at the life of Peter. I'm not going to go into specifics, but look at the life of Peter, Well, he did for the Lord. Or look at Stephen, stoned to death for the Lord. Look at the life of Barnabas, or Silas, or John, or Paul. And I can go on and on about men in the scriptures that have done mighty things for the Lord. But look at what the Lord did through those men. The sacrifices they made. Paul could have made a great living persecuting Christians. But God changed him and he did something mighty for the Lord. Amen. The thing is, they went through a lot of suffering but they did it willingly for the Lord because they knew he was the one that saved them. Yeah. Right. They did it willingly because they knew how much the Lord loved them and they wanted to share with the world around them we just focus on our missionaries for a second, and our pastor? I'm pretty sure Brother Rutherford didn't have plans to leave the safety of home and we head to Romania. Or Brother Anthony didn't have plans to go to France on his plan when he was younger. I don't think Brandon had a plan to have a mission to skateboarders either. But God uses each and every person's talents and abilities for him to do mighty things. See, God has called everyone for something specific for him. Now, I'm not saying everyone's called to be missionaries. But everybody is called to the mission, which is to share the love of Jesus and teach the gospel to everyone around us, to the lost and dying world around us. I have a little illustration for you. It says, what kind of a fireman would I be if I didn't warn you about a fire? Or what kind of a policeman would I be if I didn't warn you about criminals? Or what kind of a doctor would I be if I didn't tell you about disease? Or what kind of a pastor or preacher would I be if I didn't warn people about hell? I'd rather love folks in the heaven, but if I have to scare them there, that will work too. See, what would you say about a fireman who saw your house burning down and simply said, oh, it'll eventually go out? What would you say about a policeman who saw people vandalizing property and said, well, you know, people are people. What would you say about a doctor telling somebody who has cancer, just take two aspirin and rest? You probably say they aren't taking their job seriously and they don't care enough. And we as Christians wouldn't be taking our job seriously if we didn't tell people about a place called hell. So now you may be asking yourself, what does this have to do with me? What does going and teaching the gospel have to do with me? See, this past week I asked myself that question quite a bit. I I went to a world's mission seminar and I learned a lot of things, but the question rang inside my head what is God calling me to do? And the crazy thing was it opened my eyes to a reality that the world around us is dying rapidly. And they need Jesus. It made me realize how much the world around us needs him. See, I have another little analogy for you. It says in the movies there are previews of coming attractions. See, this is where the best clips of the upcoming movies are shown. See, these cuts of the movies are always the most exciting scenes. They make you want to go see the movie. They have the fight scenes or the chase scenes in cars. So the movie makers know how to make you want to go see that movie. I know I catch myself watching clips and I'm like, I want to go see that. And then I, you know, I look, read the reviews, and I'm like, oh, it's not that good. See, now the movie in itself may be terrible, but you'll know. You'll, you'll see that it's great by the clips they make. See, one day there's a big show coming to town. See, God is the producer. See, it will be a worldwide production but in the meantime god has left you and me here as previews of the coming Messiah. Yeah. and as disciples we can be those clips that show the true savior yeah. so that when people see our clips in our life they can come to the conclusion that that jesus is special that one's going to be something great yeah. Yeah. from watching our lives and what we do people can raise a question where can i get a ticket to that show Where can I meet this Savior, Jesus? And it's then when we can open the doors and witness to them and tell them, you don't have to buy a ticket to this because that price has already been paid for you. See, this week the Lord opened my eyes and kept pounding this specific set of verses into my head. Even though I didn't hear them preaching, I don't think they did, but this specific set was on my heart. See now if you look at the specific command the Lord says to go it doesn't just apply to missionaries to go see we have a mission field right here in Orlando Florida that God has placed Calvary Baptist Church here to do God has placed each and every person in this church that has a specific set of abilities like I mentioned Brandon he can skate and I can't where dad can my dad can reach the, the people that are addicted Every one of us has a specific ability that God can use, mm-hmm. And just like Jesus had a specific plan for his disciples back then, he has one for us now. Mm-hmm. See, let me speak about myself for just a little bit. not being selfish. <laughs> See, the Lord saved me from saving me at the age of seven in California. See, I had no clue what plans he had in store for me. And at the time, all I knew was that I needed a relationship with him. But now look at me. 14 years later, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Don't quote on that. <laughs> See, I still make mistakes. I mess up daily. But the Lord has done great things for me, and He still continues to do great things. Mm-hmm. He has shown me that without Him, I am nothing. Mm-hmm. What I want to tell you is the Lord can and will do mighty things through each and every one of us if we allow Him to. Are we going and sharing the good news of the gospel for the Lord? And are we living it through our lives? See, secondly, we see that we are to baptize them. In Matthew 28, 19, it says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. First, I want to look at what baptism is. I had to look it up on Google because I couldn't, find, I couldn't make up a definition well enough. So this... What I found was baptism is the outward act that symbolizes the inward phenomenon of coming to and accepting Jesus Christ as real. And the purpose of baptism is to give a visual testimony of our commitment to Christ. See the Greek word for baptism is baptism. It means to dip or to immerse. And the symbolism is just as Jesus Christ died and was buried, so our old man is dead and was buried. And as Jesus rose again, our new man comes up. Mm-hmm. And it symbolizes that we are putting off our old man and ready to walk with the Savior in our new life. Mm-hmm. See, it truly has been a blessing to see all the people that we have had baptized recently. Amen. Yeah. Yes. And all these folks are showing publicly that I have been saved from sin. I've been saved from the bondage that must hold me. Mm-hmm. I have been saved by the God of creation and I'm ready to follow the Lord. Mm-hmm. See, it's basically proclaiming that I am ready to follow the Lord and as we do that, the Lord can and do mighty things through us. You see, when a lady gets married, she puts on a ring. See, the ring doesn't make her married you be married without a ring just like you can be saved without being baptized what the ring does is serve as a sign that she is married see that ring is an outward proclamation of I am married just like baptism is an outward proclamation that Jesus has saved me from what I once was see as we follow the Lord and go wherever the Lord has called you to go he directed us as disciples, just as he did that, to show them that, that we need baptism. And to explain what that is for people who may not necessarily know what that means. See, as the Lord leads us, as we follow him, we can show others that need direction. And teach them what the Lord says about it. And lastly, we see that the Lord says to teach them. See, in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, it says, Teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. Mm -hmm. And remember, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. Mm -hmm. See, as we see in this passage, Jesus' is first telling his disciples to go. He tells them, go proclaim the good news of the gospel. Go tell everyone around you that Jesus loves you no matter what. Then next we see that he says to teach them what baptism means and to baptize them. And now we see the Lord says to teach them. See, first we plant the seed of the love of Christ in their lives. And when they accept Jesus, we explain what baptism is and its importance, and then just leave them to do their own thing, right? That's not what we're supposed to do as disciples Amen. See, the Lord says to teach them to observe all things that have commanded you. What that means is, as Jesus was teaching his disciples for the years he was on this earth, he taught them many things of what to do. But Jesus is telling his disciples, do the things I have showed you. Follow me as I lead you. Which means to disciple and teach them to follow the Lord's will in their lives. And to share the love of Jesus Christ in their daily lives. See, just as Jesus did with his disciples, he's telling the disciples to do the same thing. It disciples those that come after him and it still applies today. We need people to disciple us. I know, I know I'm young but speaking to the young ones, allow the older ones to disciple us. They've been through a lot more and those hard because I'm stubborn and I don't like to listen <laughs> but I know that they have valuable information. It's like when me and my dad, my dad because I work on a motorcycle or something at home. And I have my own idea, he has his own idea. I formed my idea off the book, and he's formed his idea off of 20 years of experience. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> See, if you remember when you were a young kid, your parents trained you up in what was wrong and right. What you were supposed to do in certain situations in life, what not to do in public, what to do in public, what to do, public, what to do if someone's at your house, so, you transform that up of, of experience. See, the Lord is calling disciples from Him to direct people towards the one who gives the ultimate guidance. Yeah. See, these disciples had a massive command to accomplish. Just think they traveled with the Lord for three and a half years, He died, He rose again, and now He's sending them off. He's sending them off to go wherever He leads. And to share the good news of the gospel to a world around them, I hated them. Let's look at Paul's life. He hated Christians at first, and on the road to Damascus, God changed his life completely. And if we read the scriptures, we see he suffered a lot. But he enjoyed doing it because the Savior called him to do it. See, as the disciples we'll shared the good news back then, they endured a lot of hard times. I had a chance this week to watch a really good movie. It, I, my dad asked me words to describe it. I think one of the words I had was heartbreaking. Because I don't want to give away the movie, but people in that movie wanted to hear the gospel about what able to because of the area around them and the people that were helping them wanted to do it, but they couldn't. Just makes me look around the culture today and it makes me realize how much people around us need the gospel. See, in that movie, people wanted to hear the gospel and would go to any lengths to do it. But we look around the culture today and nobody wants to learn about it because they're stuck in their ways. look back then the disciples went all over the world teaching and preaching the gospel they didn't care what happened to them Mm -hmm. they didn't care if they were stuck in a jail Paul didn't care if he was beaten or stoned or thrown in prison because he still kept writing and he still kept sharing reminds me of the story when he was sitting in jail he was singing and the jailer was saved because of Paul's testimony See, that jailer saw Paul in his life. He saw he had just gotten beaten. And he got thrown in a prison cell. And he saw that he was still singing for the Lord. He was still happy for the Lord. Yeah. See, the Lord's command to them was, go wherever I need you and do whatever I ask of you. No matter how uncomfortable, no matter how hard it may be, go. Yeah. And they did it. Are we following the same thing today? See, the three things we see in this passage of Matthew 28, 18 through 20 is go ye therefore. No matter the struggles, no matter the hard times you may face, go ye therefore and share the love of Christ. Secondly, we see that we are to baptize them. Explain what that means and show that it's our proclamation that Jesus has saved me from myself. And third, disciple them. Grow them up with the Lord so that one day they can share with others. See, as we have seen this passage, the Lord had come to this earth and fulfilled His earthly ministry and was ready to go to heaven. I left final command and declaration for all those that choose to follow Him. See, He gives us those three things. Go ye therefore, baptize them, and teach them. And as we see throughout the New Testament in our history that men and women of the faith have followed the Lord and his command for their lives. See, whether it be local our personal ministries or even becoming a missionary and moving to a different country. Moving wherever the Lord is leading to go. We see throughout scripture and history that men and women chose to follow and give their all to the Lord. Mm-hmm. We are here for that today. The Lord is calling everyone to give up of themselves and follow Him no matter what. I've the song leaders come up. See, as we see in this passage, the Lord is calling everyone into a specific ministry. He didn't say go into some of the nations. He said go into all the nations. God is calling each and every one of us into something specific. Just as I said, everybody has their own set of specific abilities and talents that God has given them. Whether it be singing, skating, reaching the addicted, God has called each and every one of us into something special for Him. Are we following what the Lord has for us today? I know it's going to be hard giving up on yourself or following the Lord because I bet you the disciples back then and it was hard. But they realized in the end that the blessings far outweigh the struggle that we will face on this earth as we follow the Lord.